You're listening to the Sage Brush Podcast. Relax, close your eyes, and listen to tales of the Old West. Remember classic old-time radio? Old-time radio still lives at pulpradioart.com with Quiet Please, the thing on the Forble board. Quiet Please, the thing on the Forble board is a pulp radio art graphic novel inspired and based on the 1948 horror radio play. Utilizing an edited abridged version of the original script with Clyde's hand and digital illustrations, these scary, exciting stories will spark your imagination. Quiet Please, the Thing on the Forble Board is a true keepsake for the old-time radio fan. Available in printed copy or ebook at pulpradioart.com. That's pulpradioart.com. I know how important it is to have the organ delivered to your mission, Father. And even though there is a revolution, I'll get it through to you, somehow. Have Gun, Will Travel. Starring Mr. John Daner as Paladin. San Francisco. 1875, the Carlton Hotel, headquarters of a man called Paladin. Oh, uh, hey, boy. Oh, yes, sir. Can you follow me upstairs, please? Yes, sir. I have a bag packed. I want you to bring it down. I have to hurry. Oh, you ready to leave? Just about. Mr. Wong, very worried about this place you go. In New Mexico? Yes, sir. She's a very strange place. It's no more strange than a lot of places my business takes me. What's she worried about? Oh, uh, Mr. Paladin, I'm Missy Wong worried that you will drink too much brandy and have big hangover. Uh, she say, please remember this. Well, what has that got to do with it? Oh, Miss Wong. certainly make mess in this room last night. <laughs> I'm afraid they did, Miss Wong. I'm sorry. We have to pick up some things, and I'm on my way. Oh, Mr. Paladin. Oh, you go that place? Why this sudden concern about where I go? This happens to be an important business assignment. Oh, but, Mr. Paladin, that place, so strange. Whole river of brandy. Whole river of brandy? Yes. The Rio Grande? Oh, yes, sir. And just where did you get your information? Mr. Bagshaw. Bagshaw, the old cowboy gone rich who has the suite on the third floor? Yes, sir. He sings song all about where you go. He teach song to Missy Wong. Oh, he did? Yes, sir. What's the song? Oh, 
Mr. Wong not sing as well as Mr. Bagshaw, but he's something like this. Where the coffee grows on the white oak tree and the river flows with brandy, then it's fair you well, my own true love, for I'm bound for the Rio Grande. Oh, a river flow with brandy, I Don't you believe it, hey boy, that river flows with nothing but yellow water. Miss Wong, I'm afraid that is not a factual account of the Rio Grande. Oh, no, sir? No. Grab that bag, will you, hey boy? We have to go. Whenever an assignment took me to the border area, I made it a point to look in on Father O'Toole, parish priest of the lower Rio Grande. So with my, what turned out to be pretty exhausting, business in Laredo finished, I headed for the little mission of St. Xavier. It was a visit I always anticipated with pleasure. Father Francis Michael Thomas O'Toole was one of my favorite people. I found him in the garden behind the church, down on his knees, working in a flower bed. Paladin! Well, now, that's good to see you, lad. Hello, Father. Well, it's a long time it's been. Ah, too long. Hey, garden is beautiful, Father. You've done a lot of work. Well, thank you, my son, but uh, ah, it's a constant fight we must wage against the forces of evil. How's that? Thrip. Thrip? And mealybug. Oh, well, I have never faced up to a mealybug in a fight, Father. I'm afraid I can't be of much help. <laughs> Formidable foe, mealybug. Well, come now. Uh, we'll see to your horse and relay the pleasant message that we're to have a guest for dinner, and then perhaps you'd like a glass of port. Uh, look here, I, I, I put up another hammock in the garden. Uh, I wonder, was I anticipating your visit? Oh, it certainly looks inviting. I just may get in that hammock and never want to move Father, out of it. Father O'Toole! Uh, uh, in the garden, Tono. You remember Tono? Yeah, he's the Indian boy you raised here, of course. Oh, he's a fine young man now. He just returned to St. Xavier's. He's been in school in Santa Fe. Father O'Toole, I... Oh, excuse me. Ah, oh, Tono, we have a visitor. Uh, uh, Mr. Paladin, you remember him? Of course. How are you, sir? Hello, Tono. Father O'Toole, I have checked again with the freight office. There is no freight coming through. Oh, dear. Oh, oh dear. Now, that is bad news. Well, what's the trouble, Father? Well, sinful it is, I suppose. But I, I did want to impress the bishop. The bishop? Mm, he's making a tour of the diocese and plans to visit St. Saviour's. We scrubbed and we polished and we planted and we shined and we toned them. Oh, I had counted on that organ. Organ? You see, Mr. Paladin, a very generous man made the church a gift of an organ. It was ordered from France and came by steamer to the Gulf of Mexico. And there it sits at the dock. Well, that's my punishment for my haughty dreams of making a fine show. <laughs> Why isn't the freight coming through, Tono? Father, there is a revolution in progress between here and the Gulf of Mexico. Ah, well, that's certainly right for putting too much emphasis on the temperance thing. Oh, nonsense. If you plan on that organ, I don't see why a revolution should interfere. Father, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll go after him. Oh, no, but Paladin... May I go with you, sir? Well, if it's all right with Father O'Toole. Uh, well, Paladin, you came here for a rest. <laughs> you just keep that hammock swinging, Father. I'll be back. Traveling to the Gulf on horseback, Tono and I were able to skirt the battlefield of the Revolution. However, on the return trip, we'd have to take the wagon road, which would lead us directly through the war zone. Still, I couldn't foresee any problem. Father O'Toole was well-known, well-loved, and I was sure that an explanation of our mission would grant us safe conduct. The whole business seemed very simple. 
That is, it did until we reached the port of Matamoros and ran into the typically Mexican official red tape. Mr. Paladin. Well, now, Tono, what did he say? Now we take these papers to the customs warehouse. And where's that? Across the street there. All right, let's go. How many papers have we signed by now? In duplicate, in triplicate, English and Spanish, translated upside down, sideways, and backwards? Very, very many, but we should be near the end. I hope so. That's the fellow we talked to over there. Yeah, all right, well, come on. Um, yes, uh, I want to take delivery on a crate addressed to St. Xavier Mission. What, uh, what's he talking about? He says, do we have bill of lading? Oh, look, I've got that. And I've got that and that. For a moment, Senor, would you mind to step aside for a little minute? But I have business to transact here. Business important. Well, I'm I'm sorry, sir. I happen to be transacting some muy importante business here myself. Now, if you'll just hold it a little minute, I trust we won't be long. Now, please. Uh, senor, I'm afraid you don't understand. I'm in a hurry. Business importante. Gracias. You're very kind. Gracias. Now, perdone me. How do you like that, Tono? Well, I can see, sir, that the fuse of your temper is getting awfully short, but we might as well be patient a while longer. Uh, of course you're right, Tono. As a matter of fact, I guess it would be funny if I weren't so tired of Why all I this. Why don't go to delivery and arrange for a wagon? Save time. All right, we'll need a team. Good, strong horses. I'll see you at the loading docks behind the warehouse. Right. <laughs> Perdone me, senor. I believe it is your turn now. Yeah. Gracias. Very much. Now, Mrs. Ames, is that everything? Yes, and it's a small order, but could you send it? Of course. I've been helping my daughter move. That's hard work, and with the nagging backache and muscular aches and pains I've had lately... If it's backache that's making you miserable, better try Doan's Pills. Good advice. That's Doan's Pills, an analgesic and mild diuretic to the kidneys. Nagging backache, also headache, dizziness, and muscular aches and pains may come on with overexertion, emotional upsets, or everyday stress and strain. Doan's pain-relieving action is often the answer, and they also offer mild diuretic action through the kidneys. So if nagging backache is making you feel worn out, tired, and miserable, with restless, sleepless nights, don't wait. Try Doan's pills, used successfully by millions for over 60 years. See if they don't bring you the same welcome relief. Get Doan's pills today. To save money, buy Doan's big economy size. Oh, Mr. Paladin, I'm sorry I took so long. That's all right, Tono. They're just bringing the crates on the docks now. Did you get the team? Yes, yes. But you see, in this town, everything is a little difficult. <laughs> I've discovered that. Where's the wagon? There, uh, by the platform. That one? With the oxen? They'll get us there, Mr. Paladin. Oh, sure. Sure they will. Well, we've managed to get some action. That's our crate on the platform now. Come on. Uh, Tono, those men over there, those cargadores, yes. I've already paid them to help us load, so uh, you'd better give the orders. My Spanish seems to lack authority. Oh, sure. Hey, Tono, look. That man again. He's got his wagon to the platform. Yeah, and he's using my cargo doors to load his crate for him. Hey, uh, uh, pardone me, senor. See? Si? Those are my cargo doors, mine. Ah, uh, see? Si? 
Well, but maybe you would stand back there, senor, for just a little minute. Business, importante. You see, I'm in such a hurry. Well, it happens that I am in a bit of a hurry myself. Bueno, we won't be long. But those men have been hired to load my crate. They've already been paid. Oh, senor, gracias. That's very kind. Now, now, if you'll just stand back, por favor. Cargadores, vámonos. Uh, cargadores, you load the crate. You were paid to load, right? There. No, aquí, aquí. There. No, aquí. There. Senor. Si? What's your name? I am called Pancho. Well, Pancho, like I said to Tono, maybe if I weren't so tired, it'd be funny. But I am. And it isn't. So you just... <laughs> Certainly a lot of excitement around there for a while. Those poor cargadores didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> I'm a little ashamed of that, Tono. Pancho certainly isn't the first man I've hit, but I've usually had better cause. Well, we can forget about it now. We have the organ, and Father O'Toole will be able to properly impress the bishop. That's right. Now, speaking of Pancho, is he still traveling behind us? No, he veered off to the right, back a ways. I wonder what he's hauling through the war zone here. Look, Mr. Paladin. Soldiers. Those are soldiers. Barefooted, armed with pitchforks. These must be the revoltosos, the peon army. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you, Tono. I'm for the underdog. I've just decided I'm on their side. Um, do you happen to know what they're fighting for? No, and they have probably forgotten themselves. Ah, oh, that, that must be the leader coming over this way. Yeah. Well, we'll just explain that we're on business for a St. Xavier mission and ask for safe conduct through the area. Look, Mr. Paladin, we're completely surrounded. Yeah. You know, Tono, those pitchforks don't look very military, but they certainly look effective. I'm glad we have a good explanation for being here. Senores? Uh, buenos dias. You will step down? Sure. Come on, Tono. Yes. You're gone? Well, uh, you let me explain. You're gone. Uh, all right. There. Now, if you will permit me to... You are under arrest. Arrest? We are too clever for you, are we not? We, the army of the people. Oh, believe me, all I need is a chance to explain. No need to explain. We have had wars. You bring arms to the militia. The pigs are enemy. Oh, well, no. That's a mistake. We're on an errand for Father O'Toole. We're taking an organ to St. Xavier Mission. The Padre? Yes. Juan Javier? That's right. Organo? Mm-hmm. Mm, very nice. You mind we see organ for San Javier? Ooh. Pedro, abra la caja. Uh, look, uh, tell him to take it easy opening that crate. I don't want anything to happen to that organ. General Perez, rifles. Yes, it's rifles. Rifles? Rifles, Mr. Paladin. Rifles? My poor little army is grateful for them, senor. And it will be your honor to face them first in front of the firing squad. And now, here are Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy. Charlie, where have you been? Well, it's a long story, Bergen. Remember, you said you wanted the car lubricated. I said I wanted a Guardian maintenance lubrication. Like all Chevrolet's Pontiacs, Oldsmobiles, Buicks, Cadillacs, and Chevy and GMC trucks, our car deserves the best of service. 
And that means guardian maintenance at our dealer service department. Yes, well, I drove our car to our dealers without an accident. Oh? Most of the way. Charlie, where's the car now? It's on Main Street between 4th and 5th. Is it closer to 4th or 5th? It's all the way from 4th to 5th. All right, young man, you're going to get it now. <laughs> I'm only kidding, Bergen. It's just a scratch fender. Our dealer's GM trained mechanics have already got it looking like new again. It's part of their quality appearance service. Shall I still meet you in the woodshed? You drove the car without permission. It's the woodshed. And I'll see you there as soon as I phone the dealer. Well, take your time. If you're not there in ten minutes, I'll start without you. <laughs> Without ceremony, we were prodded with pitchforks to a dugout in the side of the hill. It had an iron-barred, padlocked door. By the time my eyes got accustomed to the dark, I had managed to figure out what had happened. The muy importante business of my fat friend, Pancho, was undoubtedly a shipment of arms to the militia. In the confusion at the docks after I slugged him, the cargadores had put his crate on our wagon and our crate on his. If the militia expected rifles, it was a sure thing they weren't too happy when Pancho showed up with a church organ. Not very good food, Mr. Paladin, and not very much. We may starve to death before we reach the firing squad. Look, Tono, we aren't giving up. Father O'Toole has got to impress the bishop. You really think the militia has the organ? That's the only answer. <laughs> this is the darndest war. I've noticed every day about this time all activity seems to stop out there. Everything quiets down. Of course, the siesta. You mean even in the midst of a revolution, everybody stops after lunch to take a nap? Oh, yes, it is the custom. Oh, General Perez seems too disturbed for a siesta. Yes, he has been pacing back and forth out there. Yeah. Hey, hand me one of those tin plates, Tono. Yeah, that's right. Oh, why do you do that? You'll see. Here, what is this? What does this mean? Uh, General Perez, si. you're starving us to death. You eat as well as my soldiers. You're short of food? You see? Well, why haven't we faced the firing squad? If you must know, we are also short of ammunition. Uh, I suspected that. General, would you like to win this war? Of course. All right, I have an idea. There's a plan that may help you, if you let us out of here. What nonsense is this? Even without those guns you confiscated. That militia is well-armed. You're never going to beat them with one crate of rifles, no ammunition, and a bunch of pitchforks. I'm afraid that is true, senor. It takes more to win a war than a just cause. Let us throw in with you. Will you trust us? Why should I? Now, look, General. You can't afford to feed us. You can't afford to shoot us. You might just as well trust us. Believe me, you won't regret it, General. What can you do? We can go over <laughs> into the enemy territory. But I cannot give you arms. I know. All we'll need are a couple of buckets. Buckets? Buckets of that adobe soil out there and some water. Uh, senor, the heat is too much for you. No, no, no. I'm not loco, General. Just give us two hours over there. Then bring your men and attack. My poor little army against all those guns, it will mean complete defeat. I think you'll find it will mean complete surrender of the militia. Please trust me. All right, senor. I have nothing to lose. You can try. Now, let's see now. Did you get those rifles stacked by the tents? Yes, yes. And those lying by the guards sleeping over there. These soldiers of the militia are sound sleepers. And lucky for us. 
Well, I guess that means we've plugged the barrels of every rifle in the outfit with that adobe mud. Now, in this heat, that adobe will harden and expand. And by the time Perez attacks... The guns of the militia will not perform with efficiency. Uh-huh. Even a pitchfork tono is a worthy weapon against a gun that fires backwards. Uh-huh. So I guess we've done our part for the people's army. Now let's look for St. Xavier's organ. It's got to be around here someplace. Mr. Paladin, they're waking up. Yeah. Quick, duck behind that little stone building over there. Come on. Maybe we better sit out the battle right here. We'll have to look for the organ after the attack. I hope we can find it. But, Mr. Paladin, I've been thinking. What? Do you know how to play an organ? No. I don't either. Brother Manuel doesn't. Brother Luis doesn't. Well, what are you getting at? Mr. Paladin, I can't think of anyone in the parish who knows how to play an organ. Well, surely Father O'Toole thought of that. Hey. Hey, Tono, listen. It's... Inside this building. Yeah, there's a window down there. Come on. Be careful. Be careful. Look. It's Pancho. Hey. Hey, Pancho. Oh, buenos dias, senor. What's the idea? Senor Pancho is the victim of unfortunate circumstance. Tomorrow's the day Pancho's to die. They shoot Pancho. Uh, sort of the way I had it figured. But what's the organ doing in the cell with you? Well, I made one last request that before I die, I be permitted to play this lovely organ, for which by a strange, unfortunate circumstance, I give my life. The request granted with understanding that I don't play until after siesta. Mr. Paladin, here comes General Perez. Right on time, eh, Tono? Pancho. You play the organ very well. Well, see, for many years I play organ for the mass at the Cathedral of Our Lady of Guadalupe. You did. Pancho, I think maybe we could use you. How would you like to take a little trip? No trip, senorita. Tomorrow I die. Maybe not, Pancho. The revoltosos are coming on strong, Mr. Paladin. Pancho, listen. I figure to be on the winning team in this revolution. Maybe I can help you. Mr. Paladin, the militia is mowing itself down. Yes, Tono, I see. It's working just the way I hoped it would. They're being knocked down with their own guns. Senor, the people's army is winning. Now Pancho will go free, no? Only if you will transact big business with me. This is importante. Oh, muy importante, Pancho. You help us take the organ to Father O'Toole and play it for the bishop. How about it? See, Pancho will do them. See, viva la revolución. Oh, you said it, Pancho. Viva la revolución. Viva la revolución. Thirsty people everywhere prefer ice-cold Pepsi-Cola. And because it's light, it refreshes without filling. Charlie, be sociable. I am, Kay. Pepsi is a favorite of thirsty people from Maine to Hawaii, from Alaska to Florida. Charlie. It's perfect for parties or picnics, so serve Pepsi to your guests. That's helpful, but... This is the sociable part. Keep plenty of Pepsi ice cold and ready. Remember, it goes fast because everybody likes Pepsi. Singing still sounds more inviting. May I? Be sociable, look smart, keep up to date with Pepsi. Drink light, refreshing Pepsi. <laughs> 
but singing doesn't say, pick up an extra carton of Pepsi today. Better yet, get a case. You do that. Gun Will Travel. Created by Herb Meadow and Sam Roth, is produced and directed in Hollywood by Frank Paris and stars John Daner as Paladin with Ben Wright as Hayboy and Virginia Gregg as Miss Wong. Tonight's story is being presented in two parts and was specially written for Have Gun Will Travel by Ann Dowd. Featured in the cast were Don Diamond, Harry Bartell, Jack Edwards, and Bill Idelson. This is Hugh Douglas inviting you to join us again next week when CBS Radio presents Have Gun, Will Travel. Hello, this is Clyde J. Kale of Mystery Play Internet Radio with a very urgent request. I need your donations to continue broadcasting Mystery Play Internet Radio. Any amount will be helpful. Go to www.mpir-otr.com and click on the Donations and Sponsor on the left-hand side of the page. Please, if at all possible, I urgently request a donation today to keep Mystery Play Internet Radio broadcasting these wonderful radio programs. www.mpir-otr.com and click on the Sponsors menu page. Thank you for listening to Mystery Play Internet Radio. revolution is over, but it's still a long way from here to the mission. If we're going to get the organ back in time, we'd better get started. Have Gun, Will Travel. Starring Mr. John Daner as Paladin. San Francisco, 1875, the Carlton Hotel, headquarters of a man called Paladin. Oh, Miss Wong, Miss Wong, wait. Hey, boy, Miss Wong, very busy today. Big party in hotel last night makes so much work. But Miss Wong, look, a letter from Mr. Paladin. Oh, Mr. Paladin, work can wait. Hey, boy. Oh, uh, no. Uh, up here I'd say, uh, San Savior Mission. Uh, then I'd say, Dear Missy Wong and Hey Boy. Oh, it's uh, Missy Wong and Hey Boy. You and me. Uh, 
After I finished my business in Laredo, I came here to San Xavier Mission to see my friend Father Otoo. Oh. Had hoped to be able to lie in the hammock in lovely garden here and get good rest. But I am afraid won't be time for that as I have offered to do uh, errand for the good father. Uh, however, I plan to be back in San Francisco in time for the opera ball. But hey boy, opera ball last night. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, look, me here, Missy Wong. See this date? Mr. Paladin write this letter a long time ago. Take long time to get here. Hey, what happened you suppose he don't get home? Oh, poor Mr. Paladin. Oh, Missy Wong. Oh, uh, uh, Mr. Paladin don't mind missing opera ball. He go to lots of parties. Oh, Missy Wong means poor Mr. Paladin. He never have time to rest in hammock. That's a warning signal for all drivers. And that can be a warning signal for drowsy drivers on long, monotonous trips. You see, driving can make you drowsy no matter how much sleep you get. And driving and dozing just don't mix. Why take chances? Take no-dose, stay-awake tablets. Millions of times a year, safe no-dose keeps drivers awake and alert, helps you bounce back so that you feel sharp, ready for any emergency. How does no-dose do it? Ask your doctor. He'll tell you that no-dose contains a safe and accurate amount of caffeine, the same refreshing stimulant you get in your coffee or tea. But safe no-dose acts faster, is handier and more reliable. Best of all, it is not habit-forming. And no-dose is so safe, it is legally sold on a national basis without a prescription. Get no-dose, stay-awake tablets to help you stay awake and alert. It could save your life. I had made the offer to Father O'Toole to see that an organ, a gift to his church, was delivered from the Gulf of Mexico to his San Xavier mission. I was accompanied by Tono, a fine young Indian who had been reared at the mission. The wagon road we had to follow led us through the war zone of a revolution that was in progress. But Father O'Toole was well-known and well-loved, and I was sure that an explanation of our trip would grant us safe conduct. I didn't know, of course, that confusion at the Customs House loading docks would result in a switching of crates, so that instead of the organ, we were hauling rifles intended for the government militia. Things were looking pretty grim for a while, after we were halted by the People's Army and sentenced to be shot for aiding the enemy. But with some quick thinking, fast talking, and decisive action, it seemed that now we had the situation well in hand. It looks like we have just won a revolution. Yes, Tono. I guess it's all over but the shouting, but uh, we better get Pancho and move out of here fast before somebody decides it's time for another uprise. Here comes General Perez. Ah, senor. Well, General. Senor, you are the hero of the day. Oh, no, it was nothing, General. Just a simple matter of cutting down the odds. The militia was well-armed and your boys weren't. That makes it a little difficult to win a war. See, but what is this miracle you performed for my poor little army that rifles of the militia fire backwards? Oh, well, Tono and I rammed the barrels of their rifles with adobe mud. Ah, tal estrategia. Uh, I beg your pardon? It's such superb military strategy. Oh. We were lucky that the soldiers of the militia sleep so soundly during their siesta. 
Uh, it is a moment of glory for the rebel Tosos. The army of the people. You, senor, and your compañero will please to join in celebration of victory. Oh, well, thank you, General, but we don't have time. When you and your men stopped our wagon and I told you I was hauling an organ to a San Xavier mission, well, I was telling you the truth. But the organ was delivered here to the militia. It is here now? Yes. Oh, yes, we found it all right. It's in that little stone jail over there. What is organ doing in jail? Well, the cell is jointly occupied by the organ and the man who delivered it. I believe he was scheduled to meet the firing squad. The militia didn't take kindly to uncrating an organ when it expected rifles. For supuesto, of course. I shall see that the organo is released to you, senor. Oh, say, uh, General, I'd like to have the prisoner, too, if you don't mind. You want this prisoner? <laughs> I'm afraid so. His name is Pancho. I had a little run-in with him at the Matamoros. I don't think I trust him any further than I can show that organ, but uh, he can play it, and we may need him. This becomes confusing, senor. You see, General, Father O'Toole is counting on having this organ for mass when the bishop visits San Xavier, but no one in the parish knows how to play it. And just before the battle, we were hiding back at the jail there, and we heard Pancho play very well, too. So uh, I figure if it's all right with you, we'll just deliver him along with the organ. Just as you like, senor. We are in your debt. Senor Paladin, these are fine horses the general took from the militia and gave to you. Yes, Pancho. With the time we've lost, we'd never make it without an ox team we started with. Uh, we are lucky. Horses are hard to come by in this part of the country. Beautiful animals, beautiful people, beautiful world. Pancho's glad to be alive and not dead from the firing squad. This is a lucky day. But why were you delivering arms to the militia, Pancho? Were you on their side? Pancho is only on the side of Pancho. I deliver arms to the militia because the militia can pay. Make business importante. That's all. Oh, well, just don't you forget our business importante. Eh? Oh, no, senor. For my life, I play organo for the mass at the mission of San Javier. We will be reaching the town of Roma pretty soon. I know. I think we better stop there for the night. I don't like to take the time, but the horses need the rest. Roma, I, I know this town. I think maybe because this is a lucky day for Pancho, I'll sit for a short time at a game of chance. <laughs> you don't press your luck too far, Pancho. Clerk. Hey, clerk. Clerk. Mr. Paladin. Mr. Paladin. I'll be with you in a moment, Tono, as soon as I settle up for the hotel. No, no, come quick. Well, what is it? Our organ crate is sitting out there in front of the hotel. Well, it can't be. It's on the wagon down delivery. No, it's out there on the boardwalk, and a man is driving off with our horses and wagon. He what? Oh, no. Yes. You see? There. There he is, down the street. Hey. Hey. Stop, you. Hey, you. Whoa. Stop Whoa. there. Well, now, uh, what's your trouble, friend? Mister, horse stealing is a pretty serious matter. Well, now, don't that beat all. Climb down off that wagon. Say, what's eating you? This happens to be my team and wagon you're driving. Oh, no, it ain't. It's mine. How do you figure? It's mine on account of four of a kind beat a straight. What are you talking about? I witnessed this outfit fair and square in a poker game last well, I'm night. I'm afraid that's a lie. This is my outfit. Now, looky here, mister. You climb down off that wagon. 
I'm just going to do that, and you're going to be sorry. Now, Steve Perkins don't take lightly to being called a liar and a horse thief. Now, Mr. Paladin. That's for the liar. You? Yeah, looks like I gotta whomp you again. Oh, uh, no, I don't think so. I... Oh, that was some punch. Yeah, looks like he's out for a while. Mr. Paladin, that's the man who was playing cards with Poncho last night. Poncho? Of course. Oh, I should have thought of that. Where is Poncho? I couldn't find him this morning. He didn't sleep in his room last night. I guess he figured his luck ran out and he'd better run out too. I'm afraid I owe this man an apology. Well, Tony, we haven't time to argue the fine points of this thing. Why? What are we going to do? Get some rope out of the wagon there. Rope? Yes, we're going to tie this fellow up, shove a gag in his mouth, and then load him and the organ in the wagon and get on our way. Why do we take him? Well, it's his outfit. He win it fair and square, as he said. But I'm afraid we're going to have to borrow it, whether he likes it or not. Well, at least Poncho didn't gamble the organ. He's probably saving it for the next hand. But now we're back where we were. Nobody to play for mass. Yeah. No, we'll worry about that later. There he is again. I guess I'd better untie him. I hope he decides to be reasonable about this. I wouldn't count on it. No. I'm afraid he has a point. Ooh, no. Ooh. Uh... Say, uh, Perkins, uh, look, look, uh, Perkins, I'm sorry we had to shanghai you like this, but we needed the wagon, and there wasn't time to argue, you see. Now, whether Poncho had a right to bet it or not, I, well, I guess it's yours. We'll pay you for this trip, but we have to get to San Xavier Mission. Um, climb on back there, Tono, and take the gag off him. Sure. Yeah. Here, sir. Just let me untie it. There. You... Don't say it, or you'll stay tied up. Eh, all right. You win. Well, let me tell you, the only reason Steve Perkins is standing still for this kind of shoving around is... Yeah, because I was headed toward the mission anyway. You were? Yeah, they got one of them fiesta things going on in town there. Usually some pretty good betting money floating around at them celebrations. Are you a professional gambler? Oh, I wouldn't say that exactly, but I managed to pick up a little change here and there. When I win these horses, I figure to take them to the fiesta and race them. Our horses? My horses, and don't forget it. Mister, you don't know horse flesh. They ain't hauling horses, they're running horses. Uh, it doesn't matter. If they'll just get this organ to San Xavier, I'll be satisfied. Untie them, Tono. Almost there, Tono. Yes, it's been quite a trip. Yeah, what's so special about this here organ? It was a gift to the mission. Father O'Toole is very anxious to have it when the bishop visits San Xavier. He'll have it, it seems, but there is no one to play it. Hey, Tono. Yes? You engine, ain't you? Yes. Well, how come you don't dress like an engine or, or talk like an engine? I was raised at the mission and went to American schools. Oh, I see. Well, now... Look you over there. Figure that some of your kinfolk. Uh, 
band of Indians on horseback. They are Navajo. That is my tribe. Well, how do you like that? Look. They got a rope around that feller's neck. They're leading him behind their horses. Hey, that looks like Pancho. Whoa, whoa. Mr. Paladin, it is Pancho. Well, say, that's the feller I played poker with. What kind of business importante do you suppose he tried this time, Tono? I don't know, but he can play the organ. Oh, yes, yes, he can. Well, I suppose we better go see what we can do for him. Come on now. Get on now. And now, here are Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy. Bergie, I think someone's looking for you. Oh, Mr. Bergen. Well, hello, Effie Clinker. What's wrong? My car battery is run down. I think it's an acid condition. Oh, I see. Well, have you seen a serviceman? Well, I had a blind date with a sailor last night, but he got away. No, I mean a mechanic. <laughs> Seeing you own a General Motors car, you should see your GM dealer for service. His mechanics are GM trained. They have specialized tools and factory-approved parts to provide your fine GM car with the GM care it deserves. So if you own a Chevrolet car or truck, a Pontiac, an Oldsmobile, Buick, Cadillac, or a GMC truck, you should make a date with a General Motors serviceman. Oh, that sounds exciting. Will he have blue eyes? <laughs> What's the story, Tono? What'd the Indians say? Well, as near as I can tell, Pancho wandered into the Indian camp this morning and offered to trade some cattle for a horse. Cattle? Yes. But it turned out the cattle he traded already belonged to the Indians. It was some stock they had turned out to graze. <laughs> say, he's some slick feller, ain't he? Uh, well, never quite slick enough. Well, what now, Tono? What are they going to do with him? This is small band of Navajo. They have set up a camp just beyond the missions. They want no trouble. Yeah. They are willing to release Pancho, but they insist he must walk to the mission that way, with the rope around his neck, following the horses. How far is the mission from here? Twelve miles. <laughs> Seems a little cruel. <laughs> Maybe not. Give that old boy some time to figure a couple of new angles. Yeah. Yeah, you could be right, Perkins. <laughs> Good to be back in your lovely garden, Father. And it's good to have you, lad. Bless you for the happiness you brought me. I'm afraid the trip took longer than we planned. I hope you didn't worry, Father. Not at all, Tono, my son. I had my faith, and you had my prayers. Well, they came in handy a couple of times, Father. Uh, will you have more lemonade, Mr. Perkins? Well, no thanks, Father. I got a gift. I got a little business to take care of. Business? Yeah, you see, I got to set me up a little race meet. Get out a few bets. Oh. Yeah, and I gotta move fast. Now, this here fiesta is gonna be over Saturday night, so uh, I gotta get going to promote this race meet for Sunday morning. Sunday? Uh, but that's the day the bishop will be here. Well, doggone, Father, I don't aim to interfere with your business. Well, now, now don't give it another thought, son. It'll work out. 
Well, if you must go, I'll walk out with you. Well, thank you, Father. But please now, come again. Well, sure, I'd be right proud to, Father. Yeah, so long, fellas. Well, see you later, Perkins. Well, Tono, we had a few bad moments. But it was worth it, wasn't it, to see Father O'Toole so happy? <laughs> Say, you know what I'm going to do right now? I am going to get in that hammock, and I am going to stay there. Oh, no, no, wait. It huh? is not time to relax yet. What do you mean? I know Father O'Toole's flock. If Perkins sets up this race meet, the pews will be empty Sunday. Ah, yeah, yeah. That's no way to impress the bishop. Maybe I ought to talk to Perkins. No, no, I think there is another way. Come on. Oh, where? We will have to take a little trip. Oh, no. Yes, out to the Navajo camp. Well, why? Mr. Paladin, it hasn't rained here in a long time. You know the dust is about a foot deep. Well, what's that got to do with it? If it should rain... The mud would be so deep, no horse could run. But it never rains this time of year out here. When I was talking to the Navajos today, I learned that in their camp is a man I remember from my childhood. A wonderful old medicine man. I recall that his rain chants worked miracles. Ah, I see. We must impress the bishop. Of course. Look, Mr. Paladin. Yes, Pancho. Hola, senores. Hey, Pancho. Where'd you get that horse? Uh, Pancho make a little business importante. Oh, beautiful world. Pancho's glad to be alive. And now Pancho come to play organo for the mass at San Javier Mission. I think we can start now. Most of the crowd seems to be out. Yeah, I guess so. Well, Tono, I'd say the bishop's mass was quite a success. It certainly was. Look, look at Father O'Toole at the door, beaming at his flock as they file out. The mysterious ways of God performing his miracles, eh, Tono? Yes. Encantado, Padre. Bless you, my child. Father? Ah, Tono and Paladin, God bless you, my sons. Thank you, Father. It was a wonderful day, wasn't it? Oh, my... Da Ah, tis a day I'll remember all my life. Say, the bishop was impressed, wasn't he? Oh, indeed he was. But how strange it should rain today. Hey, boy. Oh, Mr. Paladin. Oh, my. This is fine. You home again at last. Wow. Here. Oh, let the uh, hey boy take back. Thank you, hey boy. Uh, this was a successful trip? Yes. Yes, it was. Oh, it seemed too bad you missed party. Big opera ball. No, hey boy. That wasn't important at all, since I was able to help to make a very good man very happy. Oh, Hey, Mr. Paladin, Missy Wong pretty upset about you. Oh, why? I don't know. Women kind of funny. You, hey, boy, don't understand women very good. <laughs> I know, hey, boy, I know. Oh, uh, there, Missy Wong, now. Uh, Missy Wong, look here. Oh, Mr. Paladin, welcome home. Thank you, Miss Wong. It's good to be home. Mr. Paladin, did you ever have time to lie in hammock, have good rest? No. No, I didn't, Miss Wong. Oh. When I finally had the time, uh, it was raining. Oh, too bad. Mr. Wong afraid of that. So, Missy Wong, have nice surprise. Surprise? Surprise, yes. Uh, 
Here, let me open door to room. All nice and clean, ready for you. See? Oh, Miss Wong, a hammock. Hey, sir, hammock. Well, that is a very nice surprise. Next time you refresh, enjoy a frosty, ice-cold Pepsi-Cola. Sociability, Charlie. All right, Kay, how's this? Pepsi is light, refreshes without filling. You like to refresh? Have a Pepsi right now. Well, offer it to everybody, Charlie. I will. Enjoy Pepsi at the fountain. It's delicious at home, too. Have one at lunch or with a snack. Charlie. At the beach or at dinner. Wherever you go, wherever you're thirsty, Pepsi is there. It's here, too, in our Be Sociable song. Be sociable, look smart, keep up to date with Pepsi. Drink light, refreshing Pepsi. For the weekend, have plenty of Pepsi around. Pick up an extra carton today. CK, I'm sociable. With Pepsi, everyone is. Have gun, will trouble. Created by Herb Meadow and Sam Rolfe, is produced and directed in Hollywood by Frank Paris and stars John Daner as Paladin with Ben Wright as Hayboy and Virginia Gregg as Miss Wong. Tonight's story was specially written for Have Gun, Will Travel by Ann Dowd. Featured in the cast were Don Diamond, Harry Bartell, Russell Arms, and Bill Idelson. This is Hugh Douglas inviting you to join us again next week when CBS Radio presents Have Gun, Will Travel. <laughs> <laughs>